Hi, this is Pastor Chris from Pure Church in Fort Pierce, Florida. We want to welcome you to our brand new series called Yes and Amen, where Pastor Nick talks about how to access the promises that are available in Christ. We're excited to see God's promises be fulfilled this year, and we want to invite you to join us in-house on Sundays at 11 a.m. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel to keep up with Sunday's messages every week. We love you, and now let's go into today's message. Thank you, Jesus. And sometimes you just need to chill. Be still and know that he's God. And just say, Lord, speak to me. Your servant is listening. I mean, we've all got something to say, but the greatest, the greatest one you can hear from is him. Everything we do leads you to him so that you can hear what he has to say to you. Uh, he's, the one, he's the one that we have a relationship with. That's why Jesus died, so that we could have what we lost in the garden. And in the garden, when you think about it, there was complete peace. You know, Eve wasn't like, Adam, you haven't completed the honey-do list. It was complete unity. There was peace because the presence of God was there. And they walked with God in the cool of the day. There was no sickness in the garden. Sickness, disease, death, it was non-existent. It had no power over man. They had dominion and authority over everything. Everything was provided for. Yes, man had work to do, but it wasn't like the ground wasn't cursed. Everything they set their hand to prospered. They had, they had these, these trees of life. They'd eat fruit from the trees of life. There were four rivers and streams in the garden. And around one of them, there was gold. Complete, like, abundance. And that's where God wants to bring us. He wants to bring us into a place of His presence where the work that we do is a joy, where in our homes there's complete peace between husband and wife. They, they have purpose and destiny, and they're serving the Lord together. They're raising godly children. Oh, we're enjoying the fruits of the Spirit, love, peace, patience, joy, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, Self-control. Eating that, oh, like you see people in traffic losing their minds. They're not eating from the tree of life. They're eating from the flesh. They're in a hurry. They're in the rat race. Life is stressful. The only purpose they have is to make money to buy more things. And nothing they have is satisfying. Wake up with no purpose for the day. And that's the enemy. He wants to get you in that rat race. And then you can even come to church and stay in the rat race. Just have some religious cycle and thing that you go through. Just part of the daily grind. But there's a place outside of all of it, and it's in Christ. And in that place, all of the promises are fulfilled. And we have to come back to the garden. We have to come back to this oasis. We have to come back to this place with God where we're 
just having relationship with Him. I'm not doing anything the Father doesn't show me to do. I'm not saying anything the Father hasn't told me to say. I'm not making up stuff for my life. I'm living the life that He has prepared for me. Because I've tapped into that book that was written about me before the foundation of the world. Where God purposed and planned my life and He wrote out everything for me. And you're the only one that can open that book. You are the key that unlocks that. It's not hidden from you. It is hidden for you. But it's a place that you have to come into. And it's in relationship with the Lord where this is poured out to you. And then you never have to worry about a single thing. You don't have to worry. And the crazy thing is like, Selena is talking about you, you sometimes get to places in your life where things are outside of your control. Uh, a coronavirus pandemic, fake pandemic hit. Pandemics is when people really just, everybody starts dying like a plague. The flu is not a pandemic. People, people were dying. 80,000 people were dying a year in America from the flu before COVID. But somehow the flu disappeared when COVID came. And people have died, and I'm not taking away from that. But what I'm saying is the world is crazy. And they'll do what they can to control you and make money off you. Can you say amen? If you look at, I'm, I'm here, I'm sorry, just let me talk. If you go look at Pfizer's stock, it went from like $19 a share to $239 a share. Who's making money? And you got to get every other booster shot? Listen, supply and demand. They get you so scared that you, ha- you get all these things. And we're not going to live in fear. Can you say Amen. You're not going to have me have my mouth muzzled. If I'm going to die, then I'm going to die. But I'm not going to die in prison. Can you say amen? I'm going to die free. And if God can't take care of me, then forget about it. I will not be able to take care of myself. My trust is not in medication or a mask or anything. Can you say amen? My trust is in the Lord Jesus Christ. He's my Savior. He's my healer. He's my deliverer. Can you say amen? And I don't need a pharmaceutical company to keep me healthy. Can you say amen? I have got a covenant with my God and he'll take care of me. And when it's my time to go home, I know exactly where I'm going. And I'm not afraid to die because I've already died. Can you say amen? Anyway. uh, Let me sip the water. And so you can get so caught up in what the world is doing. You're so busy with the words of the world that you don't hear the words of God. When God speaks, the devil wants to come and bring a distraction to what God has said. And you look at it in the garden. When God gave man a command, he set man up. God said everything was good. In actual fact, after seven days, he said it was very good. And when you look up very good, it means prosperous, excellent, over the top, abundance, blessed, more than enough. 
Fullness of provision. Nothing lacking. Nothing missing. Finished. Complete. Say, God is good. And here he says to man, don't eat of this tree. And what does the enemy do? He comes in and he asks the woman. He doesn't go to the man. He goes to the woman. Did God really say? Look at, the, look at a woman next to you and tell him, you have got influence. It is your superpower. You can use that influence to change a man's mind. Look at, the, look at a woman around you and say, you have got a superpower. It's called the power of influence. And you can change a man's mind. If you know how to use that superpower. And all the men said, I know, man. And you know what? They were convinced because the enemy... He didn't really lie. He didn't really lie. But he just brought confusion. He twisted things. He twists things. He's a twister. And he got man to believe that they were missing out on something. And you know, it's like that. People think that if they leave the world and sin and all that, they're missing out on something. But you're not really missing out on anything. You've just been seduced by another spirit that's telling you that what God has given you isn't enough. That what God has provided for you isn't complete. That He's holding back from you. And I'm telling you, God is not holding anything back from you. And God has actually given man parameters, boundaries to live in. Just like a fish has boundaries. A fish cannot live outside of the water, can it? A bird cannot live outside of the sky. It can't go into the stratosphere, nor can it go underwater. There's designated boundaries for everything to live. Trees and plants need to be rooted in the ground. Hydroponics, we'll talk about that later. But there's designated parameters for us to live in. And God has got parameters for us. And we need to live in His presence. Can you say amen? amen? That's where we need to live. And the minute that we get pulled outside of His presence, that's where there's chaos. That's where there's crazy. That's where there's crisis. Can you say amen? amen. And you have to guard your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. The minute that you get pulled out of His presence, you're in trouble. And that's the difference between living in the flesh and living in the Spirit. The minute that you step into the flesh, doing things that are pleasing to your feelings, you're going to get in trouble. God said He's not mocked. A man will sow what he reaps. If you will sow into the flesh, you'll reap death and corruption. If you'll sow into the Spirit, you'll reap life everlasting. And so the enemy wants you to get into your flesh. And God wants you to get out of your flesh. Can you say amen? And so I want to encourage you, family. You've got to take time to get into the Word of God. 
You've got to have, uh, I'm loving Tonka and Maritza on the front row here. They've got Bibles. They've got pens. They've got, they've got pads to write in journals. Why? Because while I'm talking, God is going to say things to you that I'm not even talking about. I'm just standing up here talking. But the Holy Ghost is going to be talking to you because the atmosphere of heaven is here. The presence of God is here. And while you're sitting here, you're going to get glimpses. You're going to see things in the future. You're going to get wisdom what to do, how to deal with circumstances, how to break through that thing. In one moment, sitting in here, God can drop stuff in your heart that will break you through whatever the struggle is you're facing. He's a personal God. He's concerned with the details of your life. And God wants to show you the things that He has for you. But what we do here on Sundays is just a training program for what you should be doing daily. This is your lifestyle, living in the presence. And Sunday is about bringing you back and breaking off everything the, the world has thrown on you the whole week to pull you out. The last thing you need is to get your mind wrapped around what's going on in the world. Because that's the door to depression. That's the door to heaviness. That's the door to you saying, I don't know if life is worth living. I need to give up. The minute you crack the door open for the enemy, he, he comes in like a flood. He's coming. He's going to lie. He's going to bring depression. He's going to bring anger. He's going to bring judgment. He's going to bring bitterness. He's going to bring jealousy unforgiveness, all of that stuff comes flooding into you. And when you live in that state, it's horrible. There's no peace. There's no joy. You cannot think straight. You've got stuff running around your mind all day, all night. You don't sleep right. Your body starts getting stressed out, and then your immune system crashes, and you start getting sick. The presence of God is where you need to live. And the minute you step out of that, you're opening up trouble for yourself. Can you say amen? amen? So we need to come back to this place because that's why Jesus died. All of God's promises are yes and amen, but all of those promises are only available in Christ Jesus. And what you need is you need God to speak specific things to you. There's a moment where you read it in the Word or in your relationship with the Lord where the Lord is going to speak to you. Matthew 4.4, Luke 4.4, the Bible says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You have a relationship with God because God wants to talk to you. And I think sometimes what I'm saying, this this concept is so like, oh, God wants to talk to me. No, I don't think you understand. We're talking about the creator of the universe. We are the one that in the beginning created time. We're talking about the one that set the stars in motion. We're talking about the one that created earth. Earth. You know how big earth is? He created earth. Everything in it. He knows everything about science. He knows everything about math to degrees that we have no comprehension. He, he figured stuff out about how food is going to digest and everything. It's mind-blowing. I want you to do a little exercise this week. Get quiet and try to figure out where God came from.
Figure it out. Go get quiet and then just go back in time. Your mind stops at time. You, can't, you don't understand eternity. But if you'll get into his presence and he'll pull you up into his atmosphere, you'll begin to experience things you've never experienced before. And this is heaven is our home. Look at the person next to you. Say, I'm not from this place. I've been reborn from above. God is my father. There is none greater than him. There is none beside him. There's none more powerful. There's none more wealthy. You need a bank? Hey, we've got heaven. God's going to fund every project that is assigned to you. All you've got to do is find the assignment. I think there's one of those things that, did you understand the assignment? Sometimes we don't understand the assignment and we're wondering why there's no provision. You get the assignment, the provision comes. I'm telling you right now. You're trying to be successful. You're trying to figure it out. All these things I must do to be successful. Just get the assignment. And live in the assignment. And it, it unfolds. I feel stuff breaking in the spirit this morning. I feel... I feel limitations are breaking off you this morning. That's what the Lord is doing. He's breaking limitations off you. Because you've been operating in your own strength to try and tap into what God has for you. But God is breaking the limitation, these things today off you so that you can actually step into rest and God's way of doing it. I see cycles of, of struggle being broken over you in this place today. You say, how do you know that? Well, I just see it. I know what the Lord is doing in the Spirit. I'm just walking and talking. My foolish whatever. He's big. He's huge. He's epic. He's awesome. He loves you. And He's doing stuff here today while you're sitting in His presence. I'm very bad at, at, at doing God's assignment. And so are you. Because you cannot do God's assignment. Only he can do it. He's breaking you through today. Grab that. Say, he's breaking me through. I see exoskeletons coming off. I see molds that you've been molded in, that have been on your back, breaking, crumbling, and falling off you today. Restrictions, limitations, breaking off you today. I feel it. You had that vision earlier? Come here, tell us about it. Yeah, I wrote in my journal earlier when we were uh, singing worship that um, as you run towards God, every limitation that you have will start to break off. And so um, I had that vision of Forrest Grump when he, Gump when he was running and he had all of the, the braces on him and he was crippled and he was barely, but he just started running. And as he started running, everything started breaking off. But I seen it in the spirit that we have all these limitations that we've piled on ourselves. It's like it's crippled us. But as we run and run and run and run towards the things of God, everything that we have will start to fall off. And a lot of times we come to the Lord and we say, Lord, I can't come to you yet. I can't run to the Lord yet. I can't be used of God because I have too many limitations. But God is saying, no, what you need to do is you need to run towards me. So as you run towards me, then the limitations will break off. 
And that's what I seen. And it was a mindset shift because there's too many people that are bound by the enemy and not allowing God to use them because you feel that you're not worthy because that's how the enemy makes you feel. But that isn't the truth. God isn't looking for a perfect person. God isn't looking for you to come to him once you're perfect because then why would you need him? You still are doing it in your own strength. And God wants you to tap into his strength, his power, and he wants you to just run after him. And everything that you can't do, he'll break off you so you can do. Amen? And that's what Nick is saying when he's saying that he is the one with the assignment. All you have to do is run towards him. All you have to do is be obedient and keep on stepping and keep on running because you, it might look slow in the beginning. It might look like you're still crippled in the beginning, but then you're going to start to run. You know, you're going to start to pick up speed. And then you stand and you say, wow, look what the Lord has done. Thank you, Jesus. I love it when the Lord confirms. He already spoke to Misty earlier. Amen. So, a couple of weeks ago, we started, um, you know, obviously the new year, and we kicked off this new series, Yes and Amen. The reason we started this series is because the Lord gave me a word for this year, Second Chronicles 6.15, and it says, Solomon talking to God, you have kept your promise to your servant David, my father. You made the promise with your own mouth and with your own hands you have fulfilled it today. There's promises that God is going to make with his mouth to you, his people. And when God speaks something, it might delay. But if you'll hold on to it, the vision will come. But you've got to write it down. Write the vision down. Put it plain upon the tablets. What did God say to me? The Bible says that if you will trust in the Lord, you will be established. But if you believe in his prophets, you will pro prosper. And I'm standing here today, and I'm telling you the word of the Lord for this year. And you have to grab this word. This word, when you grab it, it's going to unlock something that hasn't happened in your life yet. And the Lord gave me a, a prophetic word. And, he, and I'll read it to you. Look at the person next to you. Say, you're going to hear this all year long. All year long says, you have obeyed and done as I've asked you to do. You've been obedient to the leading of my spirit, so now you will enter into the year of suddenly. And suddenly you will see things I promised with my mouth, birth and break forth in your life. I will surely keep my word, says the Lord. And who's waiting on some key things that the Lord has spoken to you? What I think is really interesting is when I released this word back in November, even before the, the new year came, you know, I think Tonka was the first one to, to tap into it. Where, where did you live before? Connecticut. So they were up in Connecticut, and he had a business up there. And in the year that they've been down here, the business has kind of gone downhill. So he, he, had, he was on his way up there to shut it down. That's great, baby. Hey, everybody online. My wife was just checking on you. Make sure you're there. 
So they went up there expecting for their business to be shut down. But when he got up there, God sent a buyer. And suddenly they broke through, sold the business. In the final midnight hour, it was already done. He'd already shut it down in his heart. He'd already decided, I'm done. It's over. And then he gets up there and God turns the situation around. And he brings a buyer. And the whole business, everybody in the business kept their jobs and it's still moving forward. Can you say amen? Then we heard from Miss Jenny. Miss Jenny was on fire up here two weeks ago, last week, whenever it was. And she's been believing the Lord for a vehicle. She's been writing it on her envelope. And she was in the service, and the Lord spoke to her a specific amount to give. Look at the person next to you and say, when the Lord speaks to you about a specific amount to give, He's setting you up to bless you. I'm telling you, it's one thing to give according to the word that is written. You know, bring the tithe and I'll open the windows of heaven and pour out a perpetual blessing. That's what a blessing is that cannot be contained because it's continual. Whatever you need, God provides when you need it. The car breaks down. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Don't worry. God's got you covered. God's going to make a way to get your needs covered when you live for Him. Can you say amen? But then there comes a moment when God speaks a specific amount to you. If you ever have one of those moments, you shout for joy and you jump in and obey. It's going to stretch you out of what you're used to. It's going to feel like, did I really hear God? But when you do it, the rewards and the results on the other side are beyond what you understand and are able of doing. And she had a suddenly Friday afternoon, hey, come out and meet grandma, and then handed a title and the keys to a vehicle. Supernatural provision. But let me say this too to you. This covenant that we have with God is not about stuff. Look at the person next to you and say, it's not about stuff. It's about obedience to what he says. And if you'll seek first the kingdom of God and you'll live in line with pleasing God according to his word, he will add everything you need to you. Can you say amen? So the stuff comes because of obedience. You don't have to worry about the stuff. All you have to worry about is your relationship with him. Keep it pure. Keep it real. Keep communication open. Be quick to obey what the Lord tells you to do. And then you'll see breakthroughs. Can you say amen? amen? And the Lord spoke to her that she needed to deal with the condition in her heart. Look at the person next to you and tell them right before your breakthrough, you're going to have an opportunity to be offended. No, I don't think you get it. Look at somebody else and say, Right before your breakthrough, you're going to have an opportunity, the biggest opportunity of your life, to be offended. Because when truth comes, it's offensive. Because it exposes your heart. The light of truth exposes darkness in the heart. And you have to come to the place where you say, that darkness is not of me. And a lot of people, when that is exposed, they think it's attacking them because it's so part of your identity. 
And so when the darkness is exposed in your identity, and you realize that's, you got to say, that's not me. God is shining his light on this to get it out of me so that I can, I can walk in a new way of living. He wants to transform your character and your nature. That's what this is about. But the minute that you deal with a blockage in the heart, the provision flows through. Because the only thing stopping the fullness of the provision is what's in the heart. It's like a gate. And once the gate is opened, provision can flow freely. But you've got to face the giant at the gate. And that's jealousy sometimes. And that's anger. And that's unforgiveness. That's pride. That's selfish ambition. Self-centeredness. And the Lord exposes these enemies at the gate. Holding back your provision. And you have to say, I see that enemy. I'm not going to be offended by it. I'm running to the light. I'm running to the cross. And God is delivering me from something that's been holding me back from the, the things He's promised me. And it's hard. I'm telling you, I know. I went through 10 years of this. <laughs> 10 years of the Lord giving me dreams, speaking to me, going to my spiritual overseers, and then speaking life into me and correcting me. It is not fun when you get corrected. I am, I am in my 30s. I am in my 40s. I am a grown man. I am not a child. And I have to be corrected. It's embarrassing. It's offensive. But man, if you'll just submit and you'll say, God, whatever is in my heart, man, that is separating me from the fullness of what you have for me and knowing you and walking with you, I want those lies and stuff. I want it out of me, God. I don't want anything keeping me separated from you. And I would pray and I would say, God, open the eyes of my understanding so that I can see the things that are separating me from you. Come, Holy Ghost, scan my heart. If there's anything in me that's not pleasing to you, come and remove it from my life. And if you live that way, constantly saying, God, help me break through into different realms of my identity in you, instead of pointing your fingers at people around you all day, you cannot change the people around you. You can only change you. And I tell you, when God breaks you through these different layers, man, you come into your identity and life becomes easy. That war between your head and your heart, that struggle that in you all the time that you battle with, it goes away. And all you have is peace. And then you have crazy stuff come against you. And you have joy. doesn't matter what the world throws at you. There's a joy in you that God's got me. He's got it covered. Because I'm not under it. I'm not in the world system. I'm of another place, seated at the right hand of the Father with authority and power. And all things are under my feet. And you come into the security in God. Well, you're not afraid anymore. 
And every one of you need to find this place. Can you say amen? Say all of God's promises are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. That means you've got to get in there. You've got to get into the presence and you've got to live in the presence and you don't let anything pull you out of it. And what you have to do is you have to set a guard. You have to set parameters on your life and say, you know what, I'm not crossing this line. And every one of us have got different stuff we need to work on. Can you say amen? For every one of us, we have different challenges that we face. But you need to find your giant for the season and make a decision that I'm taking this giant down. I'm going to chop off some heads. Can you say amen? Look at the person next to you and say, find your giant. Take him down. When, when Israel took the promised land, it was many territories. They didn't take all the territories immediately. But one territory at a time, they took over. And what you have to do in your soul, you have to take territory. One at a time. Don't try and fix everything. Find one thing. Get focused. Say, I'm going to tackle this thing. I'm, I'm, I've got doubt and unbelief. I'm overcoming doubt and unbelief this year. I've got depression. Depression is coming down this year. I tend to get angry and furious at stupid things. Well, this year, anger is leaving me. I've got some addictions that have been holding me back that I keep running back to, and I'm tired of that cycle, and I'm not getting back into that cycle. And so this year, I don't care how I feel, but by God's grace, is going to help me break through. Can you say amen? With the limitations and the things in your life, You're going to say, no longer am I limited because in Christ I'm limitless. And God, come and shine your light in those dark areas and break open my understanding so I can see the truth and lay hold of what you have for me. And you say amen. And then once you take that territory, you set a boundary and you say, I'm not going back. See, when the Lord breaks you free, Now you're free doesn't mean you now can go back and just do what you want. Don't get enslaved again. Stay free. Like I got set free from drugs and party life like that. The Lord delivered me. And the reason he delivered me is because I died to those things. The minute you die to it, it doesn't have a hold on you anymore. The problem was that I got to the place where it almost killed me for me to realize how bad that was for me. And when I, when I woke up to the reality that life is not the life for me, I made a decision. And I drew a line in the sand. I said, from this day forward, I'm not living to please myself. I'm living to please God. But it wasn't just, oh, I'm going to live to please God. No, I really meant it. That means everything about my life changed from that day forward. I said goodbye to friends. I said goodbye to an old life. I said goodbye to the clothing I wore. I said goodbye to all the pictures, to all the music, to all the influences. Everything that reminded me of who I was in that season, I got cut off from. But the minute you, you keep these little attachments here and there, you've got all these emotional things that keep pulling you back into it and reminding you of who you used to be. Yeah. 
And you don't need reminders. Cut it off and move forward. Can you say amen? They have this principle in business, fail quickly. Look at the person next to you say, fail quickly. That means when you've made a mistake, cut your losses and move forward. You realize you made a mistake? How long are you going to live in the torment? You've got to move forward. Can you say amen? Yes, Lord, I messed up. Yes, God, I made a mistake. Yes, God, I wasn't living right. Yes, God, thank you for your grace. I have a brand new day to start over, and I'm trusting you from this day forward that you're going to help me to move forward. Amen? Say all of God's promises are available but they're conditional. And we read 2 Peter 1.3 last week, and it says, By His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. Look at somebody and tell them, You already have everything you need. Say, I've got it. It says, We have received all of this by coming to know Him, the one he, who, he, who called us to Himself, by means of His marvelous glory and excellence. And because of His glory and excellence, He has given us great and precious promises that enable us to share in His divine nature, say divine nature, and escape the world's corruption caused by human desires. And then it goes on to say that we need to respond to these promises. Look at somebody and say, i got to respond to the promises. i got to add to my faith in God moral excellence, Knowledge, self-control, patient endurance, godliness, brotherly love or brotherly affection and love for everyone. And you can go listen to last week's message and I covered all of those things. But there is a way that we need to live in moving forward. And moral excellence is number one there. We've got to get our lives morally right before God. We have to live patiently. Look at somebody and say, there are laws. Say the law of seed time and harvest. You plant a seed, you wait some time, you get a harvest. And in that waiting, we want to help God. And when we decide we're helping God fulfill His promise and we get in the flesh, it causes big problems. Can you say amen? So this is a year where we're going to break through limitation. And we're going to see suddenly breakthroughs in our life. Let me close with this. John chapter 17 verse 3. says, now this is eternal life. Look at somebody and tell them, this is eternal life. That they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Say, this is eternal life. Knowing God and knowing Jesus Christ. That's what eternal life is, guys. That's where your life comes from. That's where your supernatural life comes from. It comes from Him. Psalm 24, 5 says, Psalm 24 is one of my favorite psalms, but it says, They will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with God their Savior. They will receive the Lord's blessing and have a right relationship with God, their Savior. In Ezekiel 36, verse 25 through 27, it says, 
I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away, and you will no longer worship idols. And I will give you a new heart. I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit, say Holy Spirit, in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. What I need you to understand is even what my wife was saying earlier. You cannot live in the spirit without the help of God. And all, what we want to do is we want to fix ourselves and come to God. And God says, no, you come to me and I will fix you. Do you get clean before you go into the shower? No, you don't get clean before you go into the shower. You go into the shower to get clean. Can you say amen? So you don't get clean before you come to God. You come to God dirty, broken, and He cleans you and He fixes you. Why? Because He's the manufacturer and He knows how to restore you back to your original. Can you say amen? And he doesn't use knockoff parts. No, he gets original parts. Can you say amen? No knockoff. Bolex. Mikey. <laughs> All original parts. Can you say amen? And Jesus said this in Luke 24, 49. I'm going to send you what my Father has promised, but you need to stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Say, the promise of the Father is the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20 says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. And therefore, we need to honor God with our bodies. What I want you to know, family, is that if you're going to live this life, if you're going to access these promises, you've got to get the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God. Look at somebody and tell them the Holy Spirit is God. Say it again. Say the Holy Spirit is God. And He is God here on earth in this time frame. And you have to learn how to work with Him. You have to learn how to flow with Him. You have to learn how to respond to His leading and His guiding. The first thing you have to do is you've got to get Him in the temple. And the first step is accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. A well opens up. It's a door to heaven that opens. But then you've got to have the presence of God. You've got to have the Spirit of God come and flood you. And I tell you, in that stream, in that river of God's life, the Bible says in the book of Revelation that there is a river that flows from the throne of God. It is a river of life. That river of life wants to flow in you, and it wants to flow through you. And I tell you, when that damn wall breaks open and the river of God begins to flow through you, it is life and life more abundantly. It's in that river that there is everything that you need for your life. You cannot live. You cannot live this life without the Holy Ghost. 
And so if you have not received the Holy Spirit, you need to make a decision. I'm getting the Holy Ghost. Part of you getting the Holy Ghost is you're going to get a new language. It's a sound from heaven, and it's a, it's a language where you get to talk to God. It's a hotline to heaven. Every culture has language in it. You can go to every nation in the world, and they have a language, don't they? Well, there's a language in the kingdom of heaven. And so people are all worried about the language. When you were born on the planet as a baby, were you worried about talking? Was that like your highest stress level? I've got to learn the language? No, you hung around the people in your family, and you picked up words as you went along. Can you say amen? And before you knew it, you had a full language. You were even saying some of the things you heard your parents saying, and they were like, oh. And before you know it, you're going to be saying some of the things you hear God saying, and you'll be like, oh, that wasn't me. That was God. Some things that I've learned about this unlocking of the Holy Ghost on the inside of you is that the more you practice yielding to the Holy Spirit, the more you practice speaking in this language, it's like a tap that begins to open wider and wider and wider. But the thing that holds you back is your head. Your head is the thing that shuts this down because you're trying to figure it out with your head, but you can't get it with your head. It's a spiritual thing, and it has to be done in the heart. Spiritual things are spiritually discerned. They cannot be figured out with the brain. When they happen to you, the brain says, ah, I get it now. It's not like I get it now and then it happens to you. It's the other way around. It's by faith. It happens to you and then your brain says, okay, I understand. And most people are trying to understand before they operate. But you're going to learn to operate before you understand. Say it's backwards. Doesn't make sense. It's by faith. It's a whole new way of living. And that's part of surrendering, saying, I'm not going to try and figure it out and do it in my own strength. I'm going to trust God to come and do the work and do it through me. Can you say amen? So stand with me this morning. Look at somebody and said, all limitations are breaking off my life this year. In this service today, I got my breakthrough. It might not look like it on the outside, but it's happening on the inside. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm just so glad to be a part of the family. No matter what you're going through, I got you and you got me.